Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled A Perfect Heart. It shall be focused on the study of First Chronicles chapter 29. Before we go any further, we'll begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we read this wonderful prayer by your servant David, where he thanks you, Lord, for the willing heart that the people had and the perfect heart in giving, and his recognition that all that we have comes from thee, and that our life on the earth is only but a shadow. Father, truer words have never been spoken, even of us, even until this day, that our lives is merely a shadow in which we have the grace and the opportunity to express your majesty. Father, may we yield all our members and our thoughts and our time with the perfect heart unto thee, that you may find preeminence in our lives. Like David, may we have a predisposition and a overbearing burdens, burden to do your will and to work for your kingdom and to establish your kingdom and not ours. For yours is a kingdom that goes forevermore and lasts forevermore, and ours is only finite. So have you spoken to us, Father, and said, Heavens and earth shall pass away, but my word shall never pass away. So help us, Father, to be faithful. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to First Chronicles chapter 29. Chapter 29 Furthermore, David the king said unto all the congregation, Solomon my son, whom alone God hath chosen, is yet young and tender. And the work is great. For the palace is not for man, but for the Lord God. Now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God, the gold for things to be made of gold, and the silver for things of silver, and the brass for things of brass, the iron for things of iron, and wood for things of wood, onyx stones and stones to be set, glistering stones and of diverse colors, and all manner of precious stones and marble stones in abundance. Moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, I have of mine own proper good of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God, over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house even three thousand talents of gold, of the gold of Ophir, and seven thousand talents of refined silver, to overlay the walls of the houses withal. The gold for things of gold, and the silver for things of silver, and for all manner of work to be made by the hands of artificers. And who then is willing to consecrate his service this day unto the Lord? Then the chief of the fathers and princes of the tribes of Israel and the captains of thousands and of hundreds, with the rulers of the king's work, offered willingly, and gave for the service of the house of God, of gold five thousand talents and ten thousand drams, and of silver ten thousand talents, and of brass eighteen thousand talents, and one hundred thousand talents of iron. And they with whom precious stones were found, gave them to the treasure of the house of the Lord, by the hand of Jehiel the Gershonite. Then the people rejoiced, for that they offered willingly, because with perfect heart they offered willingly to the Lord. And David the king also rejoiced with great joy. 
Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. But who am I, and what is my people, that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee, and of thine own have we given thee. For we are strangers before thee, and sojourners as were all our fathers. Our days on the earth are as a shadow, and there is none abiding. O Lord our God, all this store that we have prepared to build thee in house for thine holy name cometh of thine hand, and is all thine own. I know also, my God, that thou triest the heart, and hast pleasure in uprightness. As for me, in the uprightness of mine heart, I have willingly offered all these things. And now have I seen with joy thy people, which are present here, to offer willingly unto thee. O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, our fathers, keep this forever in the imagination of the thoughts of the heart of thy people, and prepare their heart unto thee. And give unto Solomon, my son, a perfect heart, to keep thy commandments, thy testimonies, and thy statutes, and to do all these things, and to build the palace for the which I have made provision. And David said to all the congregation, Now bless the Lord your God. And all the congregation blessed the Lord God of their fathers, and bowed down their heads, and worshipped the Lord and the King. And they sacrificed sacrifices unto the Lord, and offered burnt offerings unto the Lord, on the morrow after that day, even a thousand bullocks, a thousand rams, and a thousand lambs, with their drink offerings and sacrifices in abundance for all Israel, and did eat and drink before the Lord on that day with great gladness. And they made Solomon the son of David king the second time, and anointed him unto the Lord to be the chief governor, and Zadok to be priest. Then Solomon sat on the throne of the Lord as king instead of David his father, and prospered, and all Israel obeyed him. And all the princes and the mighty men, and all the sons likewise of King David, submitted themselves unto Solomon the king. And the Lord magnified Solomon exceedingly in the sight of all Israel, and bestowed upon him such royal majesty as had not been on any king before him in Israel. Thus David the son of Jesse reigned over all Israel, and the time that he reigned over Israel was forty years. Seven years reigned he in Hebron, and thirty and three years reigned he in Jerusalem. And he died in a good old age, full of days, riches, and honor. And Solomon his son reigned in his stead. Now the acts of David the king, first and last, behold, they are written in the book of Samuel the seer, and in the book of Nathan the prophet, and in the book of Gad the seer with all his reign and his might, 
and the times that went over him, and over Israel, and over all the kingdoms of the countries. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, To See Jesus. This was preached in 1954 on July the 18th in the evening. We'll begin at paragraph 10 up to paragraph 17. And now, the subject tonight is to see Jesus. I believe that every person come here tonight with good intentions. And I believe that your intentions is to know something of the Lord Jesus. You would not have come out here if you had a, a mind of the world. You'd probably be over here and where they were having worldly pleasures of some sort, bathing on the beach or out in the museum or the parks or somewhere, on those kind of things. But you come tonight merely because you wanted to know what this was all about. Maybe you are a renowned Christian, and every Christian person person longs to know more about the Lord Jesus. Don't you believe that? And I believe that there was one thing that every person in here would long to see tonight, would know or truly to see the Lord Jesus appear here at the platform or somewhere in person. And that's our great anticipation of waiting his coming. Someday he will return and we will see him. Until that time, he's with us in a spirit form and he only has hands as we yield our hands. He only has eyes as we yield our eyes, a voice as we yield our voice to him, and we become a complete yielded vessel, then the Holy Spirit speaks through us. This microphone here, it, it's a mute unless there's a voice here to go through it. And that's the way we are, the church is. The church is a complete mute unless it is subject to the Spirit of God to let the Spirit speak through the church as God will. And then it becomes a voice to the world. As long as it's, it's an outlet, the church is the outlet of the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ to the peoples of the world. Now, if there would be any persons in here, anyone, that would say, how many in here would like to see the Lord Jesus? Let's see your hand just around. Everyone, everyone would like to see him. Now, I have my hand up too. I would love to see him. And I believe tonight, now why can't we see him? That's the next thing. Now he promised that he wouldn't hide himself from us, that he would reveal himself to us and come to us and be with us and in us. And he would be the same in his church that he was when he was in flesh. And he would continue that way until... He came again in flesh. Is that his promise? We all know that to be true. The Bible says this, our Lord Jesus, uh, before going away, he said, a little while and the world will see me no more. Now that's the world. The world there means the, not the world, it's the world order, not the, the world earth. It's the world order, the peoples. A little while and the world will see me no more. Yet ye, now he was talking to a ye, not just to them individuals, because watch, see, yet ye shall see me, you will see me, for he promised he'd be with us, even in us, until the end of the world. Is that right? 
Now there's going to be somebody that's going to be on the side of the side of the ye's. Ye shall see me, for I'll be with you. There's going to be a side of the world who doesn't desire to see him. They get wealthy for curiosity. They'd like to see him. But otherwise, just merely to pay the price and become a Christian, well, that's different. Now, the ye's that's here tonight may be privileged to see the Lord Jesus Christ. The persons that's the ye's. And I pray that every one of you are ye's tonight. Now, this Greeks that came to Jesus was a desirous bunch of people, which is perhaps here where there's many Greeks in Chicago, there's many Greeks probably present now. Well, these were your fathers that came, and the Bible said the Greeks seek wisdom, and the Jews seek signs. Well, now, the Greeks still seek wisdom, and the Jews seek signs. But Paul said, we preach Christ crucified. To the, Jew, to the Greek foolishness, to the Jewish stumbling block, but to them that believe everlasting life. Now, we are going to try to give this in the, the form the best that we know how to do. And I, I want you to notice, as we try to bring this, now, the Greek then, he didn't want to see Jesus' wisdom, he only wanted to see Jesus. He said, sirs, we would see Jesus, not know his wisdom, though he knew he was possessed with wisdom, but they wanted to see Jesus. Now, that was the main thing. Uh, their desire was that they could see the Lord Jesus. And then they told Philip, Philip went and told Andrew, and they went and told Jesus that J these Jews was desiring him. Now, that's the desire of the heart here tonight. As I ask you how many would like to see Jesus, everyone raised their hand as far as I could see that they would like to see Jesus. Now, that's only the human side. Everyone, all ages, has wanted to see God. Job, the oldest book in the Bible, he said, if I, in other words, put it in a form so the children would even understand here. If I only knew where he lived and I could go up and knock on his door or something on that matter and have a conversation with him. And God told Job, now gird yourself up, gird up your loins, for I'm going to speak to you. And God came down in a form of a whirlwind. And said, where was you, Job, when I laid the foundations of the world? And so forth. He spoke directly to Job because he, he believed Job. And Job believed God. And God said his servant was a perfect man. There was nothing wrong with Job because he believed in his God. And so that's the way it is tonight. Those who desire to see God must come with a perfect heart, with all strange feelings set aside. With all malice towards their neighbor set aside. With all malice towards other churches and other individuals and forms of worship. You must come with that perfect heart. Could I see you, Lord Jesus? Now I'm going to take all my superstitions away. And I am going to seek tonight to see the Lord Jesus. Now I hope that's your intention, every one of you. And I believe that if you come with that kind of an intention that God is under obligation to reveal himself to you. Don't you believe that? That God is under obligation to reveal himself to you here tonight. As you get towards the end of this episode, we end with the word of prayer. O Heavenly Father, who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods. As we see here, David praying, Father, that you might give his son Solomon a perfect heart so that he might follow your statutes. 
We pray, Father, even for all the listeners listening to your word this afternoon, that they might be able, Father, to walk before you with a perfect heart and follow all your statutes and all your word in its fullness. May that, Lord, be granted unto every single one of us, the young people you've elected to follow your message in this day. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we'd really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
like love.